In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. One of the main themes of this week, and indeed one of the journeys that our Lord takes us on, is that of acceptance and rejection. We are so ready to reject either that which we do not understand or that which is different to us. But we don't understand the pain that we cause by rejection. I know it sounds harsh, but if we look at what happened to humankind from the fall until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, we lived in a state of rejection. We felt rejected. We were no longer in the intimate presence of God. We were cast out and we were waiting to be reconciled. And that was the pain that humankind lived for generations. That pain of rejection that could not be reconciled except through the coming of the Savior himself. And he did. He came. He came to lift that feeling of rejection, of powerlessness, death, and restore us to life, reconciliation, and union with him. And so we must be very careful when we reject, because the pain that we have been spared, we should try never to impose on others. I mean, in fact, God, as perfect, has a right to judge. He has a right to tell me if I'm wrong. He has a right to tell me that I have done wrong. He has a right to include me or exclude me. And yet, and this is the important part, the same God who cast out Adam and Eve because they had done wrong, he is the same God who in the Incarnation took flesh and restored us all. Humankind hadn't changed. We were still broken. We were still defiled. We were still imperfect. And yet he came to purify and restore us. He came to reconcile us to himself. And this is why St. Paul is so clear on the fact that we are ministers of reconciliation with our Lord. The reconciler. So when we come to reject others, we must be very careful what that does. Today, they rejected him. And our Lord was saying, why do you reject me? I have done good deeds. I have performed miracles. What are you rejecting? Well, we're not rejecting you for that. We're rejecting you because you are equating yourself with God. Little did they know that he was God. He was actually God in flesh. He wasn't saying anything wrong. 
He wasn't being disingenuous. He wasn't being unfair to God in any way by claiming that. He was God in flesh. And so we must be careful when we come to judge that we are not unfairly judging others. We look around us and we see much that we can judge. Some rightly, some wrongly. But what is the outcome of our judgment? If I see someone doing something, is it that I go to that person out of love and share my opinion? You know what? I just tell you something, I tell you what I think. Or do I reject? You don't belong. You're wrong. You're not here. There is a principle now that many speak of called othering. Othering, to make someone feel like an other. You're not me, you're not like me, you're an other. Now in the incarnation, we see the exact opposite. Our Lord, God in flesh, comes to us and says, you are no longer other. You are reconciled to me. You are no longer other. Look, I even took your form. I took flesh to reconcile you with me fully. And so as we journey through this week, let's keep that in our minds. This whole week is about reconciliation. It's about bringing an end to judgment, bringing an end to rejection, bringing an end to othering, and reconciling us all in our Lord Jesus Christ. That's what we must be seeking, working towards, in our own way, in our own experience, in our own relationships, within our families, with our friends, within our communities, our workplaces, our schools, our colleges, everything. We must be reconcilers. There is a difference between recognizing, identifying, and rejecting what is wrong and rejecting people. No one is saying, accept every thought that comes your way. No one is saying, accept every principle or philosophy that is thrown at you. In actual fact, our Lord rejected much. And that's why he was rejected. Which is quite ironic. He rejected false teachings. He rejected injustice. He rejected persecution. And because of that, he was rejected by those who were imposing all of these things. He came to rectify, he came to change. He came to tell us that we were all reconciled. He came to call us all to himself. The children of Israel, the lost, the estranged, the marginalized, the cast out, the sinners, the lepers, everybody. He came to reconcile. This world is so focused 
on judgment and rejection at the moment. And it's nothing new. Humankind's always been the same. It's, it, are you with us or with them? Are you in my camp or the other person's camp? Are you with us or against us? We polarize. We so simplify the world that we just try to place these camps and then push everybody into these molds. Heaven forbid that you should have a conversation with someone and disagree or present a different thought on social media or have a different kind of discussion in a group. Cancel culture now. We cancel each other. You don't think like me, I'm cancelling you. That's a new word, to cancel. You no longer have a right to exist. In my mind, in my eyes, I'm going to be that ostrich. I'm going to bury my head in the sand. You know, when children, I can't see you anymore. You are cancelled. Imagine, it's taken us 21 centuries to develop and go into orbits and have incredible successes at a variety of levels just to pretend that we can't see each other anymore. And yet our Lord Jesus Christ did exactly the opposite. Seeing us from a distance, said you are no longer distant. You are no longer rejected. You are no longer marginalized or alienated. I'm not just going to come and bless you. I'm going to come and sanctify you. I'm going to come and give you, as Saint Athanasius says, what is mine. I'm going to give you holiness. I'm going to take what is yours. I'm going to take the iniquity. Take the condemnation. Take the evil. I'm going to give you a completely new start. I want you to walk with me. I want you to follow me. Because if you come to me, I will never reject you. I will never other you. I will never cancel you. I will never make you feel other than what you really are. My image and my likeness. I will never dehumanize you. I'm actually going to sanctify you. Because you were created in an image and likeness that can never be changed. So in this culture we have now, in this world, in which we find it so simple to reject each other, and to cancel each other, and to alienate each other, and to dehumanize each other, let us look with the eyes of our Savior, who was willing to go to incredible lengths to restore and reconcile us even to the cross, that through his cross he may take us to his tomb, and out of the tomb we rise, reconciled, renewed, restored, and his once again. And glory be to God forever.